you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local and like to join in on our discussion, the number that you can dial to join in today would be 702-650-5588, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we have a toll-free number for you, 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just wave to you. And we're also being and stream live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. Our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, then you can go to our website, look for our weekly archives, click on to the link, and they will appear. The gospel is always free on our watch. Again, www.savethelostlv.org. We were having some website issues, but guess what? We worked them all out. God is good. And I'm grateful to my webmaster, Brother Mark. So everything is up and ready for you to listen if you have a uh, Apple device. We are being archived for free on iTunes as well. If you have a cell number, and most of us do, excuse me, a cell phone, which also has a cell number, but this one I'm talking about is a cell phone, uh, you can call this number. It only works in the United States. And listen to KKVV anytime you like. You can even listen to Save the Lost at All Costs right now. So I'm going to give you that number twice. It's 605-313-0630. Again, 605-313-0630. I really encourage you to make that a part of your phone contacts. And then that way you can listen to KKV anytime you want to. On the AM dial, that would be 1060 AM. And on the FM dial, that would be 100.1 FM. And share that with someone else. I'm sure someone this year, this decade, would love to be able to have that blessing. So we're going to get into our topic right away. It's called Fresh Start with the Most High God. Fresh Start with the Most High God. So I'd like to wish everyone here and our listeners, our new listeners, happy and blessed 2020. We are also in a new decade. So that's why we're talking about the fresh start. And also I have a couple of housekeeping things I want to bring to your attention. And uh, then we'll get into our topic again. It's Fresh Start with the Most High God. So you can imagine that things are always happening. Uh, God is always speaking to us and we have to be obedient and mindful to the Holy Spirit. It is a blessing 
when uh, you are in tune to the Holy Spirit, you're walking with God, and uh, He reveals some things to you. And the thing is, your character says a lot about you. Uh, character is not a tangible item. You cannot give a person character. You cannot share your character as you share something on your plate. It is something that's intangible. It's of a divine nature. And the thing is, the fruit of the Spirit uh, exist, and we find that in the book of Galatians. And you know what? We all have been given a particular gift from the Holy Spirit. And it's not for us. It's for the edification and the building up of the saints. Amen? So the edification of God, the building up of the saints. So it is a gift that is of a divine purpose, an eternal purpose, and it's to be shared. It's not to be uh, coveted. You have to use it in that particular uh, realm. So uh, I've been given some recent notifications in reference to some financial uh, things that concern me where there were some sources of income that existed and were free-flowing, and they're not flowing that uh, way anymore. And uh, I understand that because nothing lasts forever. And when God gives you something, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, you need to show up with the right character. So I want you to be the first to know that... Um, Pretty soon, uh, I'm not going to be able to continue with the radio ministry. And it's not for lack of trying. It's not because I don't have a desire. Uh, if it's God's will, then something will open up and we'll be able to continue. But if not, uh, I've enjoyed my time immensely with you. I love my listeners. I love this radio uh, station. I love everybody that works here. And we do what we do. Because we are about building the kingdom of God. However, stewardship is about making sure that you do the right thing with what God has given you. You never want to be a person whose word is not trustworthy. You never want to be a person to put yourself in a position to lie to others. You never want to be in a position to where you cannot accept what God is doing in a season called now. There's a possibility that God is moving me in another direction. I can only share with you what I know at this particular time. And I will not give the Most High God a black eye because things have happened in my life. I'm always grateful, forever grateful. And uh, Sister Nina is about building the kingdom. And I'm in the mission field. And even though you may not hear me on the radio after a couple of weeks, trust and believe I am still in the soul-saving business and I will be doing my part. And I look forward to meeting you face-to-face as I have communed with you in the Spirit for years. So with that said, if I have blessed you in any way, the radio ministry has blessed you in any way, And if you're able to give and you have a desire to give and the Holy Spirit is leading you to give, then it would be a blessing. And I promise you, I would take whatever it is that the Spirit leads you to give to do greater ministry. So I can continue to bless you on Save the Lost at All Costs in a radio format.
And I will announce this this week, next week, and the third week. And if I do not receive assistance, then I accept that. And it has been an honor and a blessing to serve you over the airways. But should something come forth, you will hear the praise reports. I would definitely announce that God has moved on the hearts of men and women mightily. And we will continue on with this assignment. But should that not be the case, I want you to know it is well with my soul. I want it to be God's will, not mine. So thank you for listening. We need prayer. We need your love in the form of donations. And please take it to the Father. I'm grateful. Let's get to it. Fresh start with the Most High God. Okay, that's our topic. So, with the new year and the new decade, I think it's important that we be reminded of scripture that will help us understand the importance of a fresh start. So the first book I'm going to go to is the book of Genesis. And we're going to go to chapter 1. And we're going to look at verse 31a again. We're going to go to Genesis chapter 1. And we are going to go to verse 31a. Because I need to reveal this wonderful spiritual nugget. I'm in the New King James Version, and the Word of God says this. Again, Genesis chapter 1, verse 31a. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So, understand that that was God's intent. That's what he manifested, and it was intentional. It was good. So, you have to understand that God's intention has not changed. His plan has not changed. We, as his creation, do not always use things, address things, and appreciate things that God has provided with a good attitude. With a good demonstration. With a good appreciation. So the intent of our Most High God, our Heavenly Father, was that everything that He created was good. The intent has not changed. So, think about what changed. It wasn't his intention. It's what our choices are. So, keep that in your spirit. Now, we're going to go over to the book of Lamentations. And if you're just joining us, our topic today is Fresh Start with the Most High God. So we're going over to the book of Lamentations now. We are going to go to Lamentations chapter 3. 
and we're going to look at verses 22 through 24. Again, we're in chapter 3 in the book of Lamentations, and we're going to look at verses 22 through 24. Right. And the word of God says this, verse 22, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. 23, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. 24, then the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. How powerful is that? Now, our commentary says, Jeremiah knew from personal experience about God's faithfulness. God had promised that punishment would follow disobedience, and it did. But God also had promised future restoration and blessing. And Jeremiah knew that God would keep that promise also. Trusting in God's faithfulness day by day makes us confident in his great promises for the future. Fresh start. Now we're going to go over to probably the most prolific prophet, in my opinion, would be Isaiah. And the reason why I say that, in my opinion, because that was the prophet that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, quoted the most. So I'm confident that my opinion is based on evidence from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we are going to go to the book of Isaiah, and we are going to look at chapter 43. And in chapter 43, we're going to look at verses 18 and 19. And the word of God says this. Verse 18. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the thing of old. Verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You have to be refreshed about that. Absolutely marvelous. Our commentary says this. This section pictures a new exodus for a people once again oppressed as the Israelites had been as slaves in Egypt before the Exodus. They would cry to God, and again he would hear and deliver them. A new Exodus would take place through a new wilderness. The past miracles were nothing compared to what God would do for his people in the future. Now let's go over to Isaiah. Again, we're going to go to... Isaiah 65, and we're going to look at verse 17. And the word of God says this. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind.
And our commentary says this. We have a pictorial description of the new heavens and the new earth. They are eternal and in them safety, peace, and plenty will be available. A fresh start. You ought to get excited about it. Now we're going to go to the book of Ezekiel. We're going to go to chapter 11. I don't know if you can hear the pages turning, but I am turning. (laughs) It's beautiful to see the word of God front, back, and just flow all through your fingers. It's really a blessing. So we're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 11, and we're going to look at verses 18 and 19. And the word of God says this, verse 18, And they will go there, and they will take away all its detestable things, and all its abominations from there. 19, Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them. And take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Our commentary tells us one heart indicates a unanimous singleness of purpose. No longer will God's people seek many gods. They will be content with God. Their stony, stubborn hearts of stone will be radically transplanted with tender, responsive hearts. The new life can only be the work of the Holy Spirit. It is God's work, but we must recognize and turn from our sin. When we do, God will give us new motives, new guidelines, and purpose. Have you received your new heart? A very powerful question. We're going to go to Ezekiel 36. And we're going to look at verse 26. And the word of God says this. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Sounds very much like Ezekiel 11, verses 18 through 19. And our commentary says here, God said that he was ready to answer Israel's prayers. We cannot expect God to answer our prayers. However, until we have received a new heart from him. Question, is your heart right with God? Another very important question. Now we're going to go over to the book of Romans. All right, and we're going to go to Romans chapter 6, and we're going to look at verses 3 through 4. Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 4. 
And the word of God says this. Or do you not know that as many of us as baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. We have a caller. Good afternoon and welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. God bless you and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you also, sis. Oh, thank you. How are you, beautiful? I am greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved, and the Almighty God, He still reigns. Amen. You know, when I, I just tuned in, and you were talking about chapter 11 of Ezekiel, verses 18 to 19. Yes. But what I want to say, if you go back to verse 17, it gives us some clarity of what, you know, the Almighty was saying when He when he actually spoke before He got into 18, when He said they, you know, come, you know, because you, you, if you start in 18, it just says, and they came, and they shall come here. And they shall take away all the detestable things thereof and all the abominations thereof mm-hmm. from there. And that's talking, if you go back to 17, it says, Therefore says, say, thus says Yahweh Elohim, I will give, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And then verse 18 says, And they shall come here, talking about Israel, mm-hmm. and they shall take away all the detestable things thereof and all the abomination. Because if you, you've been to Israel, oh, yes. you know now that that's, it's, it's, it's far from being holy, <laughs> you know. So, um, and that's what saying, the Father's promising that he's going to gather them where they scattered. And he also, in verse 19, says, And I will give them one heart and I would put a new spirit in them. But it's talking about when he gathered them from the lands. It's just not like, because we've taken that, because I used to do it. Oh, yeah, he's going to, you know, remove all the stuff. He's going to give us a brand new heart, remove the stonius and give us a new heart. But we've got to keep it in context. Oh, for sure, definitely. Because uh, when you desire something, you're willing Mm -hmm. to do what is necessary for that desire to be manifested. And God has his standards. So um, he is very strategic in what he does. He knows who are his already. And he's talking about those that believe in him, you know, because it's impossible to please him without faith. And at this particular time, when we're looking in the Old Testament, it was nothing but faith. You know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has not come to do the work that was prophesied that it would be coming. It had not happened. So um, they're justified by their faith. So it's very important that you bring that up, and I appreciate that. And thank you for listening and making sure that uh, we go up to a scripture even further up so that everybody can get the fullness because it's about clarity. So I'm very grateful, and I'm humbled, and I like to uh, be uh, ministered to as well. So thank you, sister. You're very welcome. And see, that's what I, it's all, it's all of those people because most people don't even know that they're in Israel. I don't mean just because most people think the Jewish, no, 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 no. There are 12 tribes. And the Father said he was scattered us in the nations. And that's why I always encourage the people that if you're holding to Genesis, to Revelation, you're in that, you're in that, that, that group of people that have been scattered. That's why he says, well, I've scattered you. And from there, wherever you are, if you turn to me there, I will hear you and draw us back. He's waking up his believers. He's waking us up. He's waking us up. So all, all I say is just keep on doing your work and doing what he's called you to do and just be faithful in it because he's pleased with you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I love you. And please give your mother our godly best and let her know we love her too. 
Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you too, sis. Love you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. I appreciate that. Uh, Sister Dorothy is a truly faithful listener, and she's a great uh, teacher, and she's been on the radio here for a, a long time. And uh, I, I met her, and I love her, and, you know, God has called her to the mission field, and she goes to Israel annually, dutifully, and I thank God for her. We're blessed to have her in our midst. So we had just finished Romans, and we were in chapter 6. We read verses uh, 3 and 4, and I'd like to share some commentary with you. In the church of Paul's day, immersion was the usual form of baptism. This is new Christians were completely buried in water. They understood baptism to symbolize the death and burial of the old way of life. Coming up out of the water symbolized resurrection to new life with Christ. If we think of our old sinful life as dead and buried, we have a powerful motive to resist sin. We can consciously choose to treat the desires and temptations of the old natures as if they were dead. Then we can continue to enjoy our wonderful new life with Jesus. Amen. We have another caller. Good afternoon. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you, and Happy New Year. Well, God bless you, Minister Nina, and happier 2020. I appreciate that. Amen. How are you, Pastor Terry? Well, I'm still breathing, so things Amen. must be all right. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to be all right when I'm not breathing, but you know, you know how it is. Everybody want to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. Well, can I tell you something that somebody told me, Pastor? They said the hardest thing to do is to wake up. And if we're honest, we had nothing to do with the wake up part. So in that the hardest thing was done, it says live and live right because that means that you honor the one that did the hardest work, which was our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, I was just calling in to encourage you. You know, I heard your announcement, and of course I know you had left me a message earlier. But, you know, when you are busy about the Father's work, mm-hmm. He'll make a way. Amen. Don't lose heart. Don't be discouraged. Continue doing what you've been doing. God will come through. Amen. 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 I just wanted to call and encourage you, and I want those listeners, the people that listen to this show, to realize that airtime is not free. Somebody has to give. Ministry costs money. Somebody has a has has to have a heart for ministry and they'll give. And there's some people out there that have money that can give. But how much heart do those people have for ministry? They need to understand that you're not making money off of this, that you are doing this as a labor of love. And I want to encourage you, you continue. God's going to make a way for you. I appreciate that. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. All right. I love you. Love you, too. I love Lady Desiree, too. Give her my love, and I hope she's feeling better. Will do. All right. Thank you, kind sir. 
bless you. Bless you more. Bye-bye. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor, for listening. He's faithful. And Lady Desiree, his lovely wife. We are going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And the Word of God says this. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Let me share what the commentary says. Christians are brand new people on the inside. The Holy Spirit gives them new life, and they are not the same anymore. We are not reformed, rehabilitated, or reeducated. We are recreated new creations, living in vital union with Christ. At conversion, we do not merely turn over a new leaf. We begin a new life under a new master. Powerful. We're going to go over to the book of Ephesians. And we're going to look at chapter 4. And we are going to look at verses 22 and 24. Let me say that again. Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to look at verses 22 through 24. Starting with verse 22. And the word of God says this. That you put off concerning your former conduct. The old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 24. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And our commentary says this. Our old way of life before we believed in Christ is completely in the past. We should put it behind us like old clothes to be thrown away. When we decide to accept Christ's gift of salvation, it is both a one-time decision as well as a daily conscious commitment. We are not to be driven by desire and impulse. We must put on the new nature Head in the new direction and have the new way of thinking that the Holy Spirit gives. Now let's go to Philippians. And we're going to be in chapter 3. And we are going to look at verses 13 and 14. And the word of God says this, verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And our commentary says this. Paul said that his goal was to know Christ, to be like Christ, and to be all Christ had in mind for him. This goal took all of Paul's energies. This is a helpful example for us. We should not let anything take our eyes off our goal, knowing Christ. 
with the single-mindedness of an athlete in training, we must lay aside everything harmful and forsake anything that may distract us from being effective Christians. What is holding you back? Paul had reason to forget the past. He had held the coats of those who had stoned Stephen, the first Christian martyr. We'll find that in Acts 7, verses 57 and 58. Paul is called Saul there. We have all done things for which we are ashamed, and we live in the tension of what we have been and what we want to be. Because of our hope is in Christ, however, we can let go of past guilt and look forward to what God will help us become. Don't dwell on your past. Instead, grow in the knowledge of God by concentrating on your relationship with him now. Realize that you are forgiven and that you move on to a life of faith and obedience. Look forward to a fuller and more meaningful life because of your hope in Christ. We're going on to Colossians. And we're going to go to chapter 3. And we're going to look at verses 9 and 10. Verse 9. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds. 10. And have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. And our commentary shares this with us. We must rid ourselves of all evil practices and immorality. Then we can commit ourselves to what Christ teaches. Paul was urging the believers to remain true to their confession of faith. They were to rid themselves of the old life and put on the new nature given by Christ. If you have made such a commitment to Christ, are you remaining true to it? Lying to one another disrupts unity by destroying trust. It tears down relationships and may lead to serious conflict in a church. So don't exaggerate statistics, pass on rumors and gossip, or say things to build up your own image. Be committed to telling the truth. Jesus wants to clean your life and your church of sexual sin and verbal sin. There's no place in the kingdom of God for hedonistic sexual experimentation or for gossip, rage, and backbiting in their place. Witness to the world like a lighthouse on a stormy night by displaying love, faith, and hope. What does it mean to put on your new nature? It means that you, excuse me, it means that your conduct should match your faith. If you are a Christian, you should act like it. To be a Christian means more than just making good resolutions and having good intentions. It means taking the right actions. That is a straightforward step that is as simple as putting on your clothes. You must rid yourself of all evil practices and immorality. Then you can commit yourself to what Christ teaches. If you have made such a commitment to Christ, are you remaining true to it? What old clothes do you need to strip off? Every Christian is in a continuing education program. The more we know of Christ and his work, the more we are being changed to be like him. 
Because this process is lifelong, we must never stop learning and obeying. There is no justification for drifting along, but there is an incentive to find the rich treasures of growing in Him. It takes practice, ongoing review, patience, and concentration to keep in line with His will. Powerful. We are going to move on. And we are going to go to First Peter. And we're going to look in chapter 1. And we are going to look at verse 3. And the Word of God says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The commentary tells us the term begotten again refers to spiritual birth, regeneration, the Holy Spirit's act of bringing believers into God's family. Jesus used the concept of new birth when he explained salvation to Nicodemus. We find that in the book of John in chapter 3. The term is a wonderful metaphor of new life from God. You cannot be a Christian without a fresh beginning based on the salvation Christ brings. To be born again is a magnificent gift from God. Do you need encouragement? Peter's words offer joy and hope in times of trouble. And he bases his confidence on what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. We live with the wonderful expectation of eternal life. Our hope is not only for the future. Eternal life begins when we trust Christ and join God's family. God will help us remain true to our faith through whatever difficult times we must face. And now we're going to go over to the book of Revelation. And we're going to go to chapter 21. And I'm going to share with you verses 1 through 5. And the word of God says this, verse 1. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Verse 2, Then I, John, saw the holy city, New New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Verse 3, And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Verse 4, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Verse 5. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. We have another caller. Hello and good afternoon. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs. And Happy New Year. 
and Happy New Year to you. Hi, Mommy. How are you? My dear daughter, this is your mother. You have been such a great gospel broadcaster for so many years, and God has truly smiled on you. Amen. You have been so faithful against great odds, but God has allowed you to teach your listeners and others his word and his scriptures on the air every Sunday. I believe in my heart that God is not done with allowing you to continue this ministry somehow, some way, and your mentor and your teacher, Pastor Joseph Terry, taught you so well, and he is very proud of you as he just publicly pronounced. May the Lord always be with you, Nina, and continue to lift you up always. And I love you very much. I love you more, Mommy. Thank you very much. Thank I you, appreciate Nina. that. Thank you, dear. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, you got to give me a moment to get it together. My mom just spoke to me. Thank you, Father, for that moment that I can hear my mom's voice. I know that there's some listeners that cannot hear their mother's voice, and I'm grateful that I still have her. So thank you, Lord. Thank you very much. I want to share what the commentary says in reference to Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. It said, the earth as we know it will not last forever, but after God's great judgment, he will create a new earth. And we can find this in Romans 8, verses 18 through 21, and 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. God has also promised Isaiah that he would create a new and eternal earth. We find that in Isaiah 65, verse 17, which I shared with you earlier, and Isaiah 66, verse 22. The sea is gone as well. In John's time, the sea was viewed as dangerous and changeable. It was also the source of the beast. We don't know how the new earth will look or where it would be, but God and his followers, those whose names are written in the book of life, will be united to live there forever. Will you be there? The New Jerusalem is where God lives among his people. Instead of our going up to meet him, he comes down to be with us. Just as God became man in Christ Jesus and lived among us, we find that in John chapter 1, verse 14. Wherever God reigns, there is peace, security, and love. Have you ever wondered what eternity will be like? The holy city, New Jerusalem, is described as the place where God will wipe away every tear. Forevermore, there will be no death, sorrow, crying, or pain. What a wonderful truth. No matter what you are going through, it is not the last word. God has written the final chapter and it is about true fulfillment and eternal joy for those who love him. We do not know as much as we would like. 
but it is enough to know that eternity with God will be more wonderful than we could ever imagine. God is the creator. The Bible begins with the majestic story of his creation of the universe as it concludes with his creation of a new heaven and a new earth. This is a tremendous hope and encouragement for the believer. When we are all with God, with our sins forgiven and our future secure, we will be like Christ. We will be made perfect like him. These scriptures were selected to give you hope, to increase your faith, and to let you know with certainty that you have a future as a believer in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we have a fresh start with the Most High God of all creation, heaven, and earth. These are not my words. These are His words. I am just a vessel to which I speak His truth. And I want to make sure that when you're five days into the new year, that no matter what report you've heard, how you're feeling in your body, what's going on in your mind, what's happening in your household, in your relationships, at the workplace, at the worship place, in your communities, in your nation, in the world. That these are promises from the Most High God. He will keep His promises. This message through His Word is to encourage those who have a relationship with Him. You cannot come to the Father. Unless he calls you. There are those who are among us. That believe that they have said something that's called the sinner's prayer. And magically they're saved. It's not a prayer that can save you. Only God saves. And you can only come to him when he beckons you. And when the transformation has happened, you're not who you used to be. You don't desire the things that you used to desire. Our Heavenly Father is your portion. And that's what you're going to stay focused on. That's what you're going to work towards. Is to live a life that is Christ-like because we have a real place to live and we will be with him 
And that's what you desire in your heart. It's as if you had no life before the life that you had when you realized who your first love was, which was our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. There has to be evidence of a relationship that you have when you are truly His. We are human. We're flawed. We make mistakes. But it's our faith that pleases Him because without faith it's impossible to please Him. There has to be a demonstration of faith. It has to be intentional. It is evidence that you are becoming one with our Heavenly Father. It's evidence that you belong in the kingdom of God. It may cost you everything that this world has to offer. But what does this world have compared to living in eternity with the great I am, that I am that created everything? Now is not the time to play men and women of God. God will not be mocked. It's a new year. It's a new decade. There are perilous times that we are living in. There are wars and there are rumors of war. The prophecies are being fulfilled as we live and breathe. Yes, it's a spiritual battle. Do not be distracted by flesh and blood battles because that is going to keep you in an area and focused on things you shouldn't be focused on. So I want to make sure that I am giving you what you need in a season called right now because we have a choice to make and soon we will all be able to stand before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and we will have to give an account and will you give him a laundry list about you went to church You sang a song, you did a praise dance, you fed the homeless, you gave them some clothes, you prayed for a few people. But if you didn't have a heart for Jesus, if it wasn't your desire to be Christ-like, then I assume you helped and you weren't a servant. There's a difference between a helper and a servant. Some people want to help in a ministry. And some people want to serve God in a ministry. It's a difference. Because when you serve, you give until there's nothing left. Then you wake up and you do it again. And you do it in excellence. 
and you do it in humility. And more than anything, you do it in unconditional love and not expecting anything in return from people. Because people are just who they are at the end of the day. They're flawed and they're not perfect. But our most high God of all creation, heaven and earth, will reward you for your faithfulness and your obedience. And remember, obedience is always better than sacrifice. Serving is a calling. You do it because you love it. It has nothing to do with money, prestige, position. It has everything with loving our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and wanting to be a disciple of His and wanting to be with Him and wanting nothing else but Him. I truly want Christ. This is what I desire to do is serve. I appreciate this time with you. And as we say here, save the loss at all costs. God bless you and we love you. It is our humble prayer that the most high God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelostlv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.